we confess in the creed that Christ ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father, we are not proclaiming that Christ is gone, that he's someplace else. He did not ascend to get away from us, but rather to fill all things. As the Bible tells us, Christ ascended far above the heavens that he might fill all things. It is the ascended Christ who is present with and in his church doing the work of ministry today. It is especially in the church that Christ remains active in our world. And although we can't see him, we trust his promise. Lo, I am with you always. We trust his promise. Wherever two or three are gathered in my name, there am I in the midst of them. And what exactly is the risen and ascended Christ doing in the midst of his people, the church? He's preaching. He's teaching. In the words of Holy Scripture, he's calling sinners to repent and proclaiming full and free forgiveness because of his blood atonement for us. He's calling fears and giving hope as the message of his own death and resurrection is shared with the world. He's washing away every sin in the waters of holy baptism and that bond, and he's feeding us with his body and blood right here at this rail in the meal he's provided for us. Christ is building up his people in their Christian faith. He is hearing and responding to our prayers. He is delivering and saving sinners like us. That's what it means the church is Christ-centered. <clears throat> and if the church is not Christ-centered, well, it is simply no church at all. It's nothing more than a fraud, a sham, a counterfeit. The ascended Lord Jesus did not intend for sinners to act like they belong someplace in the far past. And he certainly does not intend for people today to treat him as some kind of optional moral influencer. Jesus does not expect us to live as if repentance and faith no longer matter. Jesus has not ascended, so the church can be nothing more than a community of well-intentioned people who simply follow their own heart's desire, whatever that might be. When Jesus explained the scriptures to his disciples, he said, Thus it is written that the Christ should suffer and on the third day rise from the dead, and that repentance and forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in his name to all nations. <clears throat> the church of the ascended Christ is clearly Christ-centered. And it's also a church in 
John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. That's exactly what happened on Pentecost. The ascended Christ gifted his followers with the Holy Spirit. Men who were stumbling cowards became heroic apostles, all but one, dying for the faith they professed. Men who struggled to understand the words of Jesus now finally got the message straight. And what made no sense to them before, they now were able to teach to others. And all of this made possible by the work of the Holy Spirit. The Church of Jesus Christ is not in danger of suffering any kind of power outage, supply chain trouble, or inflationary setback. The Church will not be overwhelmed by any attacks from the left or from the right or from the heart of hell itself. That's because Christ has given to his church the best gift of all. It's not some kind of endowment. It's not a government-sanctioned favored status. It's not a building that will last through the ages. Jesus said to his disciples, it is to your advantage that I go away, for if I do not go away, the Helper, the Spirit, will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. He will guide you into all the truth. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it. Remaining Christ-centered, empowered by the Holy Spirit, there was only one thing to do. Bear witness. According to our first lesson from Acts 1, Jesus said, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and Samaria, to the ends of the earth. And then the Bible says, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. I once read about a family that joined a church. It happened because the Spirit of God used the witness of a lay person to lead that family to Christ. The family consisted of a mom and dad and two young children. The youngest child was just a few months old. The older sister was about four. Before the pastor baptized the children, he wanted to spend some time talking to the four-year-old to help her understand what was going on in that holy watching. And he explained to the four-year-old girl that in baptism, Jesus comes to her. And Jesus enters her life. Jesus fills her heart. Jesus lives in her. And he'll be there in her heart all the time. And she was so excited and so thrilled to hear, to hear about what was going to happen to her in the waters of baptism. Now 
simply odd right after the baptism well, the girl pretty much stopped talking she'd say a little bit here and there but uh, she was a pretty talkative young lady before baptism but now since the baptism it seems she had very little to say and mom and dad were kind of concerned and they worked with her trying to figure out well what was going on what are you what are you thinking and finally the girl explained she was afraid that if she opened up her mouth jesus would get out and she didn't want to lose him the challenge for us in the christ center church Empowered by the Holy Spirit is to open our mouths so that indeed Christ can get out. The challenge is to let him shine in our lives by what we do so others might see him and glorify the Heavenly Father. And when this happens, it's not that we lose him that our spirit-empowered witness keeps the gospel on 